Welcome to Punchboard Paradise, coming to you from the heartland of America in Omaha, Nebraska, where we discuss the world of tabletop gaming, the topics that affect the board game community, and give honest and fair reviews of the industry's hottest games. In episode 50, the Punchboarders give their top 10 of all time. Hey, everybody, I'm Clef. Hey, I'm Chad. Nah, I'm Richie. I'm ready to go. Well, it's episode 50. <laughs> Woo, boy. 50. Man, I thought we were going to make it to like five. <laughs> yeah, well, thank goodness we didn't stop because five isn't so great, I yeah, don't think. Yeah, no, this is I haven't awesome. gone back and listened, but I don't know. Yeah, don't go back that far. Okay. <laughs> no, yeah. no, do not go back and listen to those first ones. Yeah, uh, We got to be better now, right? Yeah. yeah I think so. Yeah, yeah better. better. Somewhat better. Okay. Anyway, so guys, this is it. We are ready to give our top 10 of all time. I am ready. I'm ready. I, I've got... All ten of class for sure. Cleft's an open book. I I am. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, I'm pretty easy. Yeah. I, I think I'm pretty close on both I, of yours. And I, I think there's going to be a couple shockers. You think? Think a couple as shockers. far as the placement of okay. Yeah, placement yeah, yeah. Of mine. That could be. So you want to call your shot right now? I I think there's a new king of the hill. You think there's I a think new there is. And I think number the, one? And I think the previous king may have dropped more than one spot. Wow. Okay, I guess we'll That's see. That's my guess. Okay, Chad, you got any uh, bold predictions before we get going here? Uh, well, that that was the same thing that I put, too, basically, for you. I was like, uh, I don't know if that's his number one anymore, so we'll see. Hmm. We'll see. Okay, okay. Um, now, well, Chad, on the other hand, I have no clue. Yeah, um, <laughs> so. well, you, you know some curveball is going to come in from left field that I'm going to be like, what? I wrote down nine games, and I just wrote a tenth that I'm pretty sure is not even in his top 50, mm. but I had to write something. So I, I wrote down one, and I cannot remember if he gave it in his top 50 or not. I, I, if not, I think it's in his top 10, because I think he really, really is like, it's a, it's a newer game, so we'll see. We'll see. I'm could be. guess he already said it. The wild right. card. It could be. It could be. <laughs> Okay, before hey, before we get to that though, yeah, let's talk about a game that we all recently got to play that we are all in love with, right? I mean, Gaga over, and actually, I'm yeah. I'm slightly irritated at Chad, ooh, because he has pumped this game up, and now I love it, and I mean, it's like 150 to 200 dollars <laughs> if and I want a copy, if I want my own copy, and that's going to be one of your purchases, and that's one of my purchases here, <laughs> if I year. can even that's right. if, if I can even buy it, <laughs> right? if I can find a copy to buy, uh, it's it's a it's a great game though, isn't it? I mean, like, isn't it's so uh, the art is not fantastic but it fits what it is right because it's that we should probably that, actually say the game beginning of civilization. Should, should we tell people what game <laughs> right, we're talking right. about or make <laughs> them guess the great zimbabwe is, 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 is that, that the right very, accent uh, is that <laughs> jamaican irish <laughs> that sounded irish to it's me. scottish scottish. Oh, scottish there we go yeah uh, i i think they're in africa i know but it's still great <laughs> <laughs> okay well the game and we've kind of talked about it because it's it's one of my favorites in my top 50 the game is a about you have a tribe in in ancient Africa and you are getting points by building monuments to gods. You choose your god like a couple other splatter games. You choose your god at the beginning near the beginning of the game which will add to the points that you need to score in order to win. So in other words if everybody starts off with a base of when first one to 20 points, then certain gods may add to that. So now you got to be the first one to 24 points or whatever. But you take this god and it gives you a special ability, generally. And then you have craftsmen where you're building stuff because they help you uh, take 
resources from different parts on the map and convert them to make your monuments to your god and to build up higher and higher and higher. And so you're generally getting points from that, but you also get points from the craftsmen that can use those resources. But the interaction is great in it. And once you understand the idea of the game, it plays pretty darn smoothly. I mean, I'm, I'm going to say right now, this is my number one splatter. I have not played mm. Roads and Boats, but this is my number one splatter. I, I like it better than Food Chain. Um, I, I haven't played Antiquity in a while. I need to get back to the table, but um, but I still think I like it better than that, and I like it better than Indonesia. I just really like that. Okay, I know I want to get this special power, but that's going to make my victory points much more harder to get to, you know, my threshold. Uh, I, I really like that, but yet, oh, it's such a good power. I need to do it. I think it's it's a, one of their better games especially for you guys uh in the same way that the gallerist is one of your favorite games of vitals because the the rule set and the choices that you have to make intersect nicely where the rule set doesn't quite get in the way and did he just call us stupid <laughs> no, i wasn't gonna say anything but <laughs> no, I or simpleton like you know hey you two for not you know you're not quite as high on the level as <laughs> I, I know am. Is I, I won the last two games against chad online so Ooh. Of, of the great zimbabwe Way? Yeah, yeah. I didn't say that you were stupid. <laughs> for goodness sakes, I was saying that you guys don't always like a lot of rules overhead to get in the way of the game, and this does that nicely. You, once you kind of understand, it's not going to be that difficult to get back to the table. Like some of those other, that's one thing you can say about a Lacerda game. You take it off the shelf, and you're like, okay, how does this go again? Uh, that is and, true. That and is some true. splatters yeah. can be like that too, but this is. You know, once you have down the mechanisms of how things hub to get resources to different places, you can kind of you you, you get that. You know, once mm -hmm. you pick it up, you've got it, it and you can internalize yeah, it. Yeah, it, I mean, it's a logistics game. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah, I mean, that's what it right. is. It's just they, trying to figure out how to get resources to your monuments to build them. So I agree with you. Once you kind of know the rules, it is a fairly simple game to understand. The strategy is where the fun part is in the game. Yes, yes. Right. I mean, in the player powers or the god powers. Yeah, that's like one of my favorite parts in it. And the it can totally change. I don't think that there's, I mean, we haven't played it that much, but I don't think that there's one thing that you go, okay, that's the power that I'm going for every time. Because you see, if somebody does go for that, then you know what you, you know. It, Might it's, go for another one yeah, to try right. to counterdict them. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, I think I have to agree with you, Clef. This may be my favorite spot. Now, I've only played three. I've only played uh, Food Chain, yeah. uh, Bus, and then this. And, oh, yeah. Forgot about I, Bus. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I really enjoy Bus. But I think, I mean, both this and Bus are going to be moving on up the list. And I year. think once you play, I, I, I couldn't put it on this list uh, because there were some games that I, that I have on my list that I haven't had hardly any plays of. But the one game of Indonesia, I didn't feel like I had a strong enough handle on it to put it on the list. But I think if if we were to play that more, Richie, I think Indonesia would rise on your list, too, because I think it is a, a game that you would like for some of the mechanisms in it. And I'm trying to track down a copy of that. It's, a, it's very annoying, the, the fact that I cannot get a hold of these games easily. <laughs> so. I've got my copy of Indonesia, and I've got Michelle's copy of Great Zimbabwe, and I'm not giving it back. <laughs> I do I think... I probably shouldn't announce that on the air. Right. right <laughs> I do think I posted to uh, Capstone, I kind of linked them in on some of our posts on Twitter and said, hey, okay, so now that you nailed bus, why don't you uh, yeah. nail the Great Zimbabwe? Zimbabwe? I mean, really? Yeah. They could do yeah. this. I, I don't I don't know how much Splatter wants to hang on to those things sure. to reprint, but man, if... No if yeah. they could do that not a lot to reprint either i mean for a pretty simple game and i think your man you know tool would be right up the alley to do some nice artwork for this game and make it look good yeah. sure absolutely and here's the thing the 150 that it's going for the one copy that i've seen so far it i mean it would be worth it 
to me to spend that that amount. Right. If, the gameplay. If play, it comes down to that. So. That's the thing. That's the thing. The gameplay in it, it, it's once you teach it to a group of people, you guys can settle in and go, okay, here we go. Let's go. We're, we're playing in it. And it's different enough, you know, mm. every time. So, yeah. yeah, highly recommend if you can find a copy of it. Yeah, it's, it, it's, it's kind of a bummer that we're talking about a game that is really, really hard to get. But if you can, you know, find a library that has one at a game shop or maybe a friend. Or you, you, you can play it online so. as well. Oh, that's if you want to try it out. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. Boardgamecore.net. Yes. Boardgamecore.net has like three splatters and a Versin das Volk, which I haven't played yet. But you can check it out there. And actually, I hate playing online, but this this implementation of it was uh, was not so bad. I I kind of rec- recommend it after you read the rules that you uh, give it a try if you're if you're thinking about it or interested. That being said, let's catch up on some of our previous plays, shall we? <laughs> Our punchboard previous plays for this week is Architects of the Western Kingdom from Shim Phillips and Garfield Games. And I have to say, fellas, that I think I was pretty on target with this game. If somebody said to me, hey, let's get Architects to the table, I'd say, okay, sure, why not? Uh, and I play it. But that's a three for me, and it's going to stay a three. All right, so you're staying at a three. All right, Richie, what about you? I'm still three. I I sold my copy, but like Chad said, if someone really wanted to play it, I wouldn't object. It's not like it's a bad game. It's just not a game that that I necessarily want to play all the time. Uh, So that's why I left my collection, but I think it's a a decent average game, so it would get a three for me. Mm -hmm. What about you, Clef? Um, I th- I'm I'm going to change my rating. I'm going to go down. I mean, I was at a three. I think I'd take it down to a two. I, I would really, somebody would have to beg me to play the game. I, I don't have any desire to play it. Um, if I'm going to play one of those, I mean, I thought Paladins was a better game, um, overall. So I think I'd, you know, not, I think I'd rather play Paladins of the West Kingdom, um, than, the architects I, I just just not a game that i'm ever going to hit to the table anymore so yeah I, th- I think it'd probably be a two for me i'm saying actually i saw the latest one what's the latest one called viscounts of the west kingdom i think is what it's called yeah i saw that and that actually looks interesting as well so hmm. I, I i i did not i ended up not buying paladins just because it was once again i think it would have fallen into the same bucket of sure good sure. game just not great and i kind of want to see if they keep going deeper right and a little but bit heavier for me like you know paladins is a three so for me that right, means yeah. you know architects would be a two for well, me gotcha. i'm curious then you have been talking a lot more about interaction and it seems to me like architects i i haven't played paladins but architects has a little bit more interaction than paladins would that be correct i could see what you're saying for sure because there is not a lot of interaction in in paladins necessarily um and i mean i guess there's a little bit in uh you know architects with the whole you know people and the capturing and stuff but I don't know if that just has anything to do with that in that sense. You know, I think the interaction I'm looking for is a little bit more deeper interaction. That's pretty simplistic interaction, I guess. Kind of what I feel for that, I guess. Yeah, I I see what you're saying, but. Okay. So from us, it looks like Richie and I are staying at a three and Clef, you're downgrading it to a two. But let's let's see what our guild had to say about it. Stephen E. came on and he said, first time posting on the Guild, been listening to your show for several months now, and it's definitely one of my favorites. Thanks a lot, Stephen. 
It's been less than a year since my wife and I got into more modern board games, and Architects was one of the first ones we got. We played it many times and really enjoy it, especially at first. However, after playing it so many times, and especially after having been exposed to a bunch of other games, Architects now feels kind of samey. I definitely prefer Paladins. I'm hoping to try the expansion, but until then, Architects is a three. So, echoing some of the same stuff. Steven sounds like a smart guy. Yeah. Okay, uh, Bryant Hudson said, I played it. It was a good game, but not great. I'd play it again, but I don't have any temptation to purchase it. The components are good, and the price is very reasonable. I'm not convinced you can win going strong with the black market. I prefer Raiders of the North Sea. The place one, pick one, worker up was a cool twist. Shipwrights was by far the worst one I've played. I guess Architects is a two or maybe a three on your scale. All right. Thanks, Bryant. And Scott Chrisley said, I've played Architects of the West Kingdom four times multiplayer and three times solo. It's very good, but I find myself liking it less each time I play. I'd gladly play it if someone wanted to play, but I don't need to own it. It's currently on my trade pile. It's a four. All right. Good. So, Sounds like most of the Punch Bunch kind of is in on line. our same wheelhouse. You know that. Yep. And I would definitely agree. A couple of them said it was better the first couple of times you played it, and it did get a little yes. samey afterwards. Definitely. I totally would agree with that. All, All right. right. Well, thanks, Punch Bunch. And remember, if you guys ever want to sound off, you can come to our uh, Board Game Geek Guild 3227 and uh, join the forum. You can post on there yourself if you have burning questions and and the like. We can also start posting on the Slack channel, too. I know not everybody likes Slack and some people like Discord. For now, we're going to hang with the Slack model. But but, uh, for those that are on the Slack, we can post there, too, and people can can update there as well. I don't even know what you just said. Discord? What? I'm probably you out of it. You don't need to okay, worry. I'll it. just move on. It's a different, it's, it, Clef, it's, a, it's an 80s instrument, kind of like the guitar. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, there, there you go. Oh, you got to love the guitar. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, do you do you still have anything left in your mailbag, Richie? Um, the mailbag is, it's bursting at the seams. Ooh. Wow. It's like a Santa sack almost yeah, now. basically. Wow. Let's open up that mailbag. All right, so we got an email from Dan, and uh, he was talking about how he usually buys and or owns all of his favorite games, but there are some that he loves that he just does not own. And his question for us is, what games do you guys love but don't own, and why don't you own them? So for him, it was Food Chain Magnate, and it's just because a lot of people in his circle already own it. And it's an expensive game. Sure. Yeah. So Chad, what about you, bud? When we talked about answering this question, we kind of said, let's do one grail game and then one that's not a grail game because the grail games are almost easier because, you know, just if you could get it, you'd get it, you know. Uh, I'm going to go with Macau, as we talked about, for my grail game, right? Because it's pretty expensive right now. Yeah. So I'll go with that one pretty simple I, I like i said i just i really like the roll the dice mechanism and try to see where you can place it and then you know build up to those big combos that's kind of fun to me the other game that i will pick that i don't own is 1830 clef owns that game i've thought about getting it but then clef owns it and i don't think that i'm going to play it anywhere else so why would i why would i get that game i'm i think as a group we're just kind of trying to amass train games that the other people don't have which is great and uh so 
I'm going to say 1830 is my game that I have okay. really enjoyed right. but don't own yet. Yeah, that's a good pick. And I think that is probably something that we are all starting to now do. If it's a big game, you know, for our group, there's no need to really have more copies of it because we're only going to play it with each other. Now, a game like, you know, a basic Euro game that's just a normal Euro game, sure, we might have multiple copies of it because we do have other people that, uh, you know, we get to play with. I have multiple different groups. Uh, you know, Chad plays with uh, rock stars and stuff all the time. So, um, you know, so so those games, yes, but I'll agree with you. You know, that's one reason. Uh, you know, I'm going to go with a really, really simple answer for mine. And, you know, that is going to be the Great Zimbabwe, you know, because technically I do not own it. And I would really like a copy of that. And, but boy, paying, you know, $200 or whatever it's going to cost, that's that's a tough thing to do. Yeah, it's tough to, to pull the trigger on yeah, that. Now, gonna, I mean, splatter games are expensive regardless. Regardless, yeah. Still, yeah. That, that is high. Yeah. Um, but if we're talking just like a, a basic game... You know, I think I'll stick with one that I we, we recently reviewed that I really like, which is Predaporte. But it just I thought to myself, if I have it, I just don't see it really getting to the table that much. So that's I think a reason why I wouldn't own that one. I just thought of one that actually I do not own that you both do, and I actually really would want it. And I don't a hundred percent know why I do not own it. And that's Pax Premier Second Edition. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's one I always bring over to your house because yeah, you don't own it. I, I love the game obviously it's in my top 50 but uh i mean it was expensive when it came out and i was like oh that's a little bit on the high side and i think now it's out of print i'm not sure yeah i think it's hard to come across now yeah i think it's probably pretty tough so that's that might have been a mistake on my part i probably should have just pulled the trigger when it was the 80 or 90 bucks or whatever to get off the website because uh, now it might be kind of tough to get well i'm going to give you a little tip okay uh john company supposedly is getting oh, a reprint this yeah. year so Forgot i haven't played it but i know you have and from what i see of Cole Worley's games, this one is on my list. So, everybody, if you <laughs> if you haven't gotten to play that, take a look out for for John Company because that's call. another game. Yeah, like I didn't that. think about yeah. that one too. That's a good one. Yep. What about you, Richie? Well, my grill game now is because I did not have a grill game before you showed me the Great Zimbabwe. That's my that is <laughs> yes. my grill game now. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. uh, unfortunately, <laughs> um, but the game that I love that I don't own is City of the Big Shoulders, and that is just because it would not get played in my house. It mm. just wouldn't. Jessica, at one is it's not the best at two it's not my favorite at two it's sure, fine at two sure. two i mean she's just she's she is staunchly against anything trading in mediterranean and anything train right now so like she wants you might be able to get away with things. it really there's not trains in it i mean you can go take another piece well, I mean, for stock, the priority like any oh okay think of any classic euro oh, okay. tropes. So stocks okay. she doesn't want to be a part mm, of it really. what about railways of mexico didn't you guys play that did she she played it she didn't want to play it again, <laughs> huh? play again huh? she's not gonna, like she, she'll play them but like she's not going to ask me to play those games okay you know what i'm saying enough okay. to have that have the right game. enough to actually own maybe, it maybe you're in a couple of years when Knox and isla are ready to start a, going in you, you I, get I, a that's four what player. i'm banking on there you go Knox <laughs> did say something the other day about 18 mechs so i think <laughs> <laughs> this is true. <laughs> so yeah, City of the Big Shoulders. I mean, I, I will still probably eventually buy it, but just like I'm not in a rush right now. Gotcha. Just because if I'm going to play, I'm going to play it over you here. Gotcha. Yeah. Yep. All right. This is something we can post to our, our guild too. This is yeah. a good question we can put on yeah. the guild. So if you feel like it, come on over to the guild and, and uh, answer a question. We'll post it up there. All right, Dan. Well, thank you for the question and let's get into the our top tens of all time. This is the even more dramatic music that everybody's been waiting for. Top ten. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, fellas. So this year, just like last year, we're going to do the whole little mini game on each other's top tens. So here's how it's going to work. So you're going to get one point if you just got the game on the list, period. And then you're going to get an additional point if you got it in the right spot. Chad's going to kick us off, and he's going to give us his whole Ooh. top ten. All right. And then I we'll move on to Clef, and we'll finish with me. I, All right. I, I got From ten games on my list. I <laughs> don't feel confident of any of them. The one that I put on just at the end here, before we started recording, I, I literally don't think is in his top 50, okay. but I had to put something. All right. Well, let's see. Let's, let's start us off, Chad. All right. Here we go. Uh, I'm so proud to be leading this up. This is going to be good lists. From first to worst, right here. <laughs> All right, so wow, you just called your worst. <laughs> worst list. Here we go. This this number ten. I've been high on it this past year. I can see myself just playing games of this, just back to back to back. I don't get the chance to, but I totally would play it back to back to back. It is tight. It stresses me out. It is mean, but it's a goodie, and it's Barrage from the okay. Italian. Yeah, I got Barrage. Italian I had contingent. it higher, though. I, I knew you were really, really feeling this game. I, I just really like it. it. You're right. it was a little higher. Okay. Clef, did you have that on your list? Number nine. Oh, oh you're close. Right. Number he was close. nine. Yeah, it number five. Oh, wow. that's, uh, I mean, look, all the, this whole list is okay. a really good list. Okay, I mean, okay. right. one point apiece piece there. All, all right. right. There you go. My number nine is another one from this year that has already been talked about. And again, this is another game that I feel like every time you play it, it has the potential to be different just because of who you might be playing it with. Some switcheroos, some alliances, all that kind of good stuff. This is PAX Premier Second Edition. Cole Worley is just vaulting up had there it for me. Number seven. I had a higher once again. It, <sighs> I had it four. Oh wow. <laughs> wow. I do like that game, but it's just that there are so many games that I like on this list. So there you go. All right. Well hey, two out of two so far. Yeah, two out of two. Pretty good. impressed. That's better than I think good? we did last time with yeah, his list right, yeah. and Stieglin and whatever <laughs> else. Let's not talk about last year. All right. Pax Premier again. The, this actually made me want to read more about the about Afghanistan and the and the Great War there. So moving on, my number eight is is my Richie game. My number eight is the game that I just, that's who I'm going to play it with. I always enjoy it. And uh, I, I can't get enough of this game. It is my multi-use card, Valentine. It is Matai and I from Carl Chuddick. You didn't get it? Didn't, didn't have it on there. I, had, I had it number nine, though. I did uh, not. Nope, All right. Nope. There you you're, go. you're winning right, right now. I did Let's not have it on the take list. Take lead there. Slight lead. My number seven has also been talked about previously by the two of you. It's, it's still just a feel-good game. We talked about how it reminds me of one of the Felds previously, but it, it is a little bit different, and the combos feel a little bit different. And so, for whatever reason, it's slightly more satisfying. I think it's because of the cards that you're getting with the powers as well. And that is Grand Austria Hotel. So, Grand Austria Hotel made it oh, to number see, I seven. This which, was already on his list. Yeah, I nope, didn't think about it. Nope. Yeah, I thought this was already on your list. It's but I did high. Not put it on there. It's high for a midweight Euro game for me, but I just, I still really enjoy this game quite a bit. And I can play it with a lot of different people. And so that's why it, it makes it up there so high. Mm, yeah. I, I, if I would have realized it wasn't in his top 50, I probably yeah, would have thought I, about it. Yeah. But, if yeah. I would have thought of that. Yeah. All right. Moving. And here's the thing. I, I did not go back and listen. I so there, it's a possibility either. that the rest that's on my list, he already talked about. It's a very good possibility. 
don't know. I don't know. Yeah, because you don't listen to me at all. <laughs> I don't. I don't go back and listen to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, my number six. We talked about auctions. How great this game is! It is so classy. I love it every time. It is almost like a party game with auctions. It is the estate. Yes, perfect spot. Ah, perfect see? spot. Wow. No, I did not. You, you had it right in the right spot? Spot right. Number well, six. taking the lead. States. Did once you not it, have this down? No. Once again, I thought you talked about it, but I'm guessing oh. you talked about it. No, but you did remember. You yeah, he did. I did. But yeah. you remember yeah. earlier in when we did our previous plays of it, I said it makes my top 10. It's got to be a six. Oh, no. I, yeah. I don't remember. Another time not listening. <laughs> hey, I, I listen, listen to, to you, I buddy. Listen, I listen to you. <laughs> I listen to both of you a lot. I'm editing. <laughs> and then I try to purge it. Yeah. No, I get so. that. All right. So, yeah, we've talked about it enough. But it's just such a great game. The Estates is so much raucous fun, and it's one of those games that I don't even care if I win because there's so many swings and seesaws back and forth and just good, hilarious fun messing each other over. My number five, however, is a much more serious affair, especially around the two of you. It's not one that I can get one because you guys pummel me, and I have not had nearly as many plays, but I was probably one of the first in this group to talk about it but that's brass nice and, nice yeah I had, gonna, that, I had that at your number six. Oh, okay so it's close four Ugh. brass is is a, uh so brass brass lancashire brass birmingham so you are lumping them together yeah okay I, I i to me it's like having an expansion almost you know it's like you added the beer in and what i prefer is just based on the day okay yeah brass is is classic the the coopetition with the way that you use coal and iron and flip each other's factories and things of that nature is just just brilliant. It's it's modern gaming masterpiece at work, in my opinion. Speaking of which, this is one where I'm probably alone in, but I don't care. Clef is getting all new agey and reconsidering all his all his previous ratings oh, and feelings no. about games i forgot about this game and so we are oh, we're gonna no. get in another play richie has even acquiesced i promised richie you didn't that, put this in his top 10 no i forgot <laughs> all about it i promised richie that i wouldn't post <sighs> pictures of his play yeah, anymore exactly. and uh this is tramways you guys i love tramways forgot i love all it about, when i, I catch I up to, with that oh i try to purge it out of my mind oh man <laughs> <laughs> Tramways is just a classic pick up and deliver, but it's got the multi-use cards and it's just really juicy. The stress, the stress is is really difficult to, to manage sometimes, but going to drop off different passengers to different places and deciding who to drop off when and get those powers of the passengers being dropped off. It's just, it's great. I really love the system. Uh, I really love the Tramways engineers workbook even. And uh, so that's got to got to be high. So that's why it's at number four. But number three. Hold on. I, I have a I, I got a good feeling. I think I have the top three nailed. I think I have the top two nailed. Well, maybe. I got the top two for sure. But I'm, I can't remember. I, I don't think he's talked about this game and it's got to be in his top. Two. It's got to be. <laughs> All right. Well, number three Does it have just trains? gets to move ahead of tramways specifically because of the auction. I like the auction a little bit better. You had it at three. I had that, it at three. Nah, that not. is Age of Steam. Yeah. <laughs> so Age of Steam is just so great. And 
and and really the reason it's great is that auction and the player powers that you're trying to pick up every round that is what makes this game so tight and so enjoyable and it also makes you bash your head into the table when you can't get what you want and do it wrong <laughs> see I had tramways slightly above this but oh no yeah. I felt like Age of Steam was, was I forgot about tramways yeah. but I still want to put Age of Steam over tramways yeah. Chad, Clef, you have pulled Chad into the is, lead with seven yeah. points and okay. I have six no, no Chad's Chad's smarter than put tramways above Age of Steam come on now. <laughs> all right the, this one it, for people that know me people uh, have to know that this has got to be on my list it's my number two it is a beautiful game i don't care what anybody says oh, it no. is amazing in its play it also it has multi-use cards very themeless and least <laughs> thematic games ever my number two is lisboa so. that's right it is you didn't it have is. it at number two no uh, i messed up i for some reason really thought he would move this into his number one i really did there's well, a reason we're why tied here as long as he doesn't have a new number one there's <laughs> a reason why no. number one gets the spot that that it does. I love multi-use cards, and that's that's why probably Lisboa is a little bit higher for me than the other Lacerda games. But number one, I suck at this game. I suck at this <laughs> well, game. Yeah, that's his number so one. So bad. Because <laughs> he is pretty bad at it. <laughs> you don't have to agree. Uh, the the oh, first sorry. time he agrees with me, yep, you're bad. Uh, I, I'm really bad at it, but there's so much to explore in this game. I have not touched all the player powers well i have touched most of the player powers but i have not mastered any of them and that's the draw the solo game we kind of talked about and it's it's kind of involved with the automa but it is it's still really good uh and that's gaia project gaia project is is really a one of those games that i can just play again and again and again and again and always have more to discover mm. i just i flipped him i did yeah, I, I know he went gaia lisboa one two last time also but i thought and that i thought you're gonna swip him that, and, you, and you just lost by one point because ah! <laughs> that was like a cumulative well score. it is going to be a cumulative <laughs> score but uh but you're so behind by, by one. one but yeah that's that's uh that's my list folks ah chad I, solid list buddy that thank was, you that was a good list thank you yeah very good I, i'm ready to try tramways again i, I truly uh, I am too. I, I am think too. I think you guys will like it. It's it's like I said, the the fun in that one is more how the routes and dropping off the passengers work. The auction is still fun, but it's so brutal too. I, right. I think we're you know as we always do, we grow as gamers, you know. And I think yeah. since we've played that, we've we've grown, and I'm yeah, I'm excited to give it a try. Was Clinic on your list at all? No, it wasn't. I just you just have not had enough plays. Yeah, I just don't feel okay. like I've had enough plays to put I, it on the I'm, list. I also had Agricola. He on said that last. Last episode. You did, I yeah. know, and I remember. And then I also, I couldn't remember if you'd said bus already. Yes. Yep. You said bus already. I, I Those I could not remember if you and said And the them. one that I, I knew was not even on your top 50 anymore was Viticulture, but I just had to throw something on my on my 10. I right. get it. I, I threw Viticulture through. over here, too. Yeah. I it added was, it number eight because I couldn't remember. It, it was, was in the 50s for me, and it made me sad because I, I still like this game. It just It's just not in my top 50. There's mm. other things that I'm clamoring to get played. Now, if sure. somebody says, though, let's play Viticulture with Tusk, I'll, I'll, sure. Yeah, you bet. Oh, absolutely. But yep. I, I was sad to not see it be on there this time, but that's where it fell. Yeah. I'm happy with my list, though. I'm excited yeah. for all yeah, 10 of those suckers. List. Yep, absolutely. Much better list than your last top 10. Good job, Chad. <laughs> <laughs> we grow as gamers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Okay, are you ready? I'm ready. I've got all. I've got you all ten of yours. It's you just, feel do good. I have okay. it in the right order? All right. I don't know if I do. We'll have to see. All right. I know. It, it was a very bold <laughs> prediction to to not well to knock off his number one. Maybe I'll but just, maybe I'll we'll just mix these note cards up. And we'll see what <laughs> <they> <laughs> <have to say. laughs> 
<laughs> All right. So let's see here. Number 10. Number 10 is a game that uh, the first time I... I well, I can't even say that. I, I played it a couple of times back when I was a more of a novice gamer and it was a little bit uh, over my head and then it sat on the shelf for a while. And then uh, about a year ago at this time, I sat down with Richie and Josh and said, hey, we can knock this game out in just a couple hours. Mm. And it ended up taking about five hours to complete yeah. this game. And I have been in love with it, though, ever since. Uh, it doesn't usually take that long. That was just kind of a, a learning game. And that's Arkwright. I love this one. What would you guys have? You guys had this on the list, right? Oh, it's on yeah. the list. Yeah. It was had five it for me. Had it higher. Okay. I had it at yep. six or seven. Uh, seven. I, I think the thing with why it's a little bit uh, lower on the top ten is it's a little hard to get to the table. I mean, you have you really have to have people that are either really wanting to play it or have played it because it's a hard game to teach. It's one of those that you, yeah. when you teach it, really you're doing it for the rest of the game. You're still teaching it as the game goes on. So it's hard to you know just get as a casual play. Uh, but oh, boy, I still love the, the appeal track and trying to figure out exactly what the best way to go and uh, the interaction. It is so great and those extra extra little tiles with the player powers you can go in multiple different ways just just a great game and i every time i play this game i, I just really really like it so yeah so that's my number 10 arkwright good pick solid my number nine is uh, my favorite of this type of oh mechanism or or the way the game is played and where i really enjoy terra mystica and i really enjoy gaia project you know it's in my top 20 mm. this game is the one that hits my top nine top 10 at number nine and that's clans of caledonia i love the way this game goes and how you know early on when you're getting contracts you make some money and then they don't cost anything and then they start to cost you money as the game goes along and it's that that how do I figure out how can I do this contract fast enough so I can replace them so I can get another contract and just you keep that engine kind of turning and you're pulling off your your pieces and putting them on the board. It's a little bit different than Terra Mystica and Gaia Project because you know you're not really replacing them like you are in those games, but still you're like building that engine and you have that production. And I just love it. You know, I mean, uh, you know, I'm not a big theme guy, so the theme doesn't really matter in me. But I mean, I think it works for what the game is and, you know, how you're putting your clans out there. I just 100% love this game. I had it just I had it at seven. So mm, close. I had it at six. I, I really thought that mm. it was a little bit the higher. A little bit higher. Your okay. List. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Solid game. My number eight. This is uh, brand new to the top 10 and i do believe that this one is my nope it's not the highest of the capstone games but it is certainly one that i i just have fallen in love with this game and i once again it's a hard game to get to the table a lot of stickers when you first got it a lot of stickers when i first <laughs> right. got it uh just sat up and watched some show while i stuck all the uh all the stickers on the oil rigs and that is wildcatters i had it at number eight for you nice yeah. i had it at 10 so. okay oh my so goodness you got two points off of that yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah once again talk about the wonderful player interaction in this game it is the the most exciting part of this game is where you are trying to stick somebody into not having enough of their own shares to pay somebody so that they have to take a loan because in this game loans are absolutely terrible and especially late loans are absolutely terrible but uh, it's so much fun to try to stick them with that um, one of our listeners on Slack said that they've even tried they played with an open like where everybody could see all of their shares and I was like Ooh. you know I don't know no. I mean it'd be different but it wouldn't be quite as exciting because there's that moment of oh does he have enough shares or you right. know uh, you 
you know, oh, oh my goodness, are they going to have enough? And oh, they don't. Yay. Or oh, they had just enough, you know. Um, so anyways, um, it's got a little bit of area control. Well, I shouldn't say a little bit. I mean, the area control is very important in the game, but it's, uh, you know, it has that. It also has auctions because you can get these wildcatters. I just absolutely love this game. Um, I got to play it uh, with a couple of our local listeners when they came down for ATB Con, Ben Coberly and Chad C. Um, they both got, we got to play it, and with uh, yeah. me and Richie did. And oh my goodness, I mean, just we can't, we so can't really good. call them local listeners. Yeah, I was gonna say I did call them local listeners. You, did. you know, they're <laughs> they local feel, in they, my they heart. Feel, you know? they feel yeah. local. Yeah. Well, Ben Carberry already told me he's coming down for PPCon as soon as we get it all, all right, ready all right. to go. All yeah, right? that, that yeah. was a great game, and so, this yeah. is one that I want to get more plays with. But like you said, it is tough because you you really want the full four. And this is the game four. I mean, yeah. I'm just I'm playing it at four. It just you can play with dummies, persons with their stocks, but it just doesn't work. You just it's a four player game. Okay, so that was number eight, Wildcatters. Number seven. This game used to be my number one a few years ago. Oh, Don't get too excited. A few years ago, I said, okay. I was say, I didn't drop it that far. No, no, no. <laughs> and my, that, um, it's Nations. And mm-hmm. I I still absolutely love this game. It uh, it is a I wouldn't even you know I don't even necessarily call it a civ building game. It's it's really just a like kind of a card playing game where you're kind of just trying to do a lot of uh, different moves to try to either increase your stability or your military so that you can draft the right cards at the right time just to kind of boost up those different things. It's kind of a hard game to describe. I mean, it's uh, it's a tableau builder with worker placement kind of yeah you know and uh, and the and the really the difference is instead of like you placing a worker every round once you've placed a worker there they're there on that card until you want to pull them off and they can continue to produce for you um it's definitely a game that when i play it with the group that i've played you know 50 plus times with it just clicks you know we're just all just like in our zone of just boom 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 boom, boom, boom. and it just really more of a you know kind of a cat and mouse but still enjoyed i think uh not too long go did did i get to play with you richie it was yeah, like you and josh. and josh yeah yep. you know and i still think it's a, a very fun great game i like this better than through the ages just simply because i like the better player interaction i don't like you know and through the ages you got those extreme long turns and you got to wait for everybody to get done before it kind of gets back to you but uh you know i know a lot of people like through the ages better which you know is absolutely fine but for me nations is the game and you know still still in my top 10 at uh, number seven yeah i really yeah. like the player interaction and that that second game because the mm-hmm. first time we played it we played it at pretz oh, like boy. full player yeah. count that just was not the right wasn't atmosphere. the right atmosphere yeah. for right. it uh, but the three-player game was really good. I have to get that one back to the table and, uh, yeah, play it again. I'll play it. I'd love to show you. Yeah, I definitely have to get that one back to the table. Um, did you guys both have that on your list? Yep. Yeah, I had okay. that as okay. your number five. Number five. Okay, it was close, close. Okay, my number six is a game that I think will be uh, our triple crossover in our top ten. And that's good old Brass Lancashire. Well, wow, that is way Lack- lower, than, Lack- I lower Lack- than I thought. Lincolnshire, Lincolnshire, Lincolnshire. Yeah, sure. <laughs> can can you can can you put Ben's thing over when I say that? Uh, yeah, me? I can. Actually. Can you think? <laughs> yeah, appreciate it. Okay. Oh my God, this game is tremendous. There is. Wait, the player- wait, wait, wait. Well, are you just saying Brass Lincolnshire? I am just saying Brass Lincolnshire. Oh, oh this throws off my whole list. <laughs> <laughs> so what do we do with this? All right, go ahead. No, brass. No, keep going. Go ahead. We'll keep going, and I'll, right. I'll, we'll see what. I, but I, at this moment, I'm saying. Brass Lancashire. Okay. okay. That's going to be um, a lot of editing work for so, you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm only doing it once. Okay. <laughs> the 
player interaction in this game is just absolutely... I mean, for a game that really is so simple, play a card, take an action, the interaction in this game is unbelievable. The the Your thought process of, okay, if I do this, but then... If I do it now, such and such can do this and do this, or are they going to do that? You know, oh, so it's, it's, you don't ever want to leave that hanging fruit, you know, that low hanging fruit for somebody to go in there and, and grab it from you. So you got to be real careful in this game. Um, it can be real strategic to sometimes when you're going, uh, you know, last, you know, to maybe make some small moves so that you don't pay that much money. So you get to go first right away in the next round and you get those four actions in a row. Just everything about this game. I love, you know, it's, it, it has some interesting parts of it with, you know, trying to ship to the uh, to the foreign ports, you know, so you have a little bit of luck and randomness in that. But yet uh, it's still pretty strategic. You know, I mean, you can have a pretty good guess of, you know, at least when you go there early, if you're going to be able to do it. And yet, um, you know, you can also use other people's anchors to ship to, you know, it's just I love the game. And I think this is a mainstay for me in my top 10 for a long, long, long time. It, it would take something pretty miraculous for this to ever fall out of my top 10. All right. Okay. Yeah, this is really throwing a wrench into my uh, my list for you. And there's one game then I'm going to have to ask you about because there's no way that it's in your top 10 now. That's I don't I think, think he too. mentioned it at all. No, he didn't. And I'm surprised about it, too. Yeah. I think we're on the same wavelength. There. Okay. okay. Well, I guess we'll get back to that. So, All right. So number five. Oh, my goodness. I, I fell in love with this game from the first moment that I was taught it from the designer. And I have loved it ever since then. I, I Everything about this game just really is enjoyable for me. And that is City of the Big Shoulders. I, I love how Raymond put together a a stock market game with worker placement. You know, so he basically kind of combined this 18xx world that was still a little bit, you know, it still is kind of in a way a little bit intimidating to me and made it into the wheelhouse that I really enjoy. And I just... Every time I play this game, I think I discover just a little bit new thing that you kind of a wrinkle that you can play in this game. You can play this game pretty straight up where you don't, you know, you kind of buy your own stocks and just kind of do your own thing. And, you know, that's all. And just kind of try to work on appeal and, you know, doing the normal work replacement. But boy, I've had a couple of games here lately that, oh boy, I mean, you're talking, especially getting into those last couple of rounds, you know, you're dumping other people's stock, you know, you're, you're making their, th- you know, there's a whole bunch of fun shenanigans that you can do in this game. And I absolutely love this game and still look forward to to playing it more i just absolutely love this game you guys had this on on your list i'm assuming i had this as your your new number one. Oh gosh oh, I, wow. did not have it. I had it at number six for you so wow. i was getting okay. i got bold with it now there's a, a there is a game on here though that i mean it, it's high and now i'm okay I'm very curious about all right you ready for my number four my number four and I, I asked you guys this before our list, and you guys said, do whatever the hell you want. So I did. <laughs> and my number four is Brass Birmingham. So, so do we get points for that? Yeah, we both get well, another point because I, I literally just one. put Brass and I put that as his number two. Okay. Mm. So I put Brass as his number one, actually. And um, so it doesn't matter. Either we take the point. We or both we don't take, take a point. point. Let's okay. just take the point so we feel better about each other or about ourselves. <laughs> I feel better about you too. <laughs> it, you know, I I can go with both arguments and say that this is just an expansion, but this is the one case where it's not. You know, it's just a completely different box. There are people out there that have only played this. Well, uh, you know what I'm saying. I mean, it's not. 
it's yeah. not an expansion box where it's just like a this you're right. on. This is, I mean, people. There are people out there that have only played this one, and there's people out there that have only played the original Brass. And so, to me, they are different games. And uh, do really do I like one better than the other? Not a huge amount, obviously. I mean, we're talking, you know, four to six here. But if I was really pinned down, I still like what I think at least makes, I think is a little bit of a tougher game in the fact that the beer makes it so much harder just to build rails, especially obviously, well, you know, to build the the rails in the second age uh, or the second era. And I just really like that. And I feel to me that the games really feel different. I mean, I feel like I'm playing a different game when I play the, you know, each of the versions. So I decided that I was going to split them up. Um, Both of them are still in my top 10, but yeah, so I'm going number four, Brass Birmingham. All right. All right. I, I don't agree with you, but good game. It's your list. Okay. All right. My number three is a game that has been on my list for a long time. And I will say this to you guys right now. This game has the potential to move up to my number one game in the future because of a new expansion coming out soon. And that is Madeira. I, oh boy, talk about strategy and all oh, thought process and trying to, what you're trying to do. Sometimes you're going to go to an action spot, not even necessarily because you need that action spot, because you need the secondary action. And it's all about what can you do to complete those crown requests. And I'm so excited because this is one of those games where I'm, you know, it's almost like Richie in the pond. You know, he really knows the right ways to go to play that game. I really know how to, you know, win a game of Madeira. And I'm excited about this expansion bringing in new crowns requests and new, I mean, the new things that are coming with it. I am just really looking forward to because I feel like it's almost like I'm going to be able to play this game almost as a new game almost because it's, you know, stuff that's different and I'm not going to know it about it. So I'm really, really looking forward to it. I love this game. And and like I said, it's been on my list for a long time and really look forward to playing it every single time. So that's that's Madeira. I mean, I'm assuming you guys had this on your list. I had oh, it yeah. as your number four. Number I, four, I knew that close. just even playing with just that little expansion that you were mm-hmm. kind of giddy about the okay. what's, okay. what's what's to come with right. the the new stuff but gotcha i put it at two for you my number two now i love this game it just pains me right now to not have it as my number one because richie you're right i, <laughs> I have a new it. number one i knew it although but, i had so, this drop down to three okay my number two let's get to number two we'll yeah, get there yeah, in yeah. a second so not number two i still love this game and i still but i just played it the other day i have you know this i have made player power my own personal player powers for this game because i love it so much and that's a great western trail and this game just it does everything in a game that i just i love and i don't which is kind of weird because deck building maybe is not necessarily a big love of mine but sometimes in this game you don't even have to do deck building you can do so many different things you can you know play this so many different ways i'll hear some people say oh you know you can only win this way or you can only win this way and i always say you know that's poppycock you know it's what game you're playing at that time and what your opponents are doing it's a very very player interactive game and it depends on what's going on i mean some games you might be able to do a building strategy and win some games you can't some games cowboys you know just there's multiple different paths to victory and it's all about playing the players and this is you know it's a masterpiece by fister i mean it is a great game that i absolutely love and the only person that can dethrone (laughs) alexander fister from the top spot now this is is the shocker for me fister is Is alexander are you kidding me guys i can't believe this 
I, I had, had this the, as your number I, nine. I had it. it is, I have had this since January. I've played twenty four times, and I would go and play it right now in an instant second. I have played this game solo. You're talking to me right now. <laughs> I have played this game solo three times. Okay. Wow. You're like I you just, remind me of of Chad C. <laughs> <laughs> well, like when I get up to bars. about fifty, all right. You can, yeah. <laughs> it's out uh, on the so table right now. It's yeah. And I mean I I went and bought a treasure chest so that I could try to like put the cards in the treasure oh, chest because it needed a holder. this thing. Okay. Why don't you just buy the insert? I don't wanna <laughs> do so my own stupid. thing. <laughs> I, it, it's gotta be. And I mean this is I absolutely think this game is amazing. I love it. I enjoy every single play. Well I suppose I should say what the game is here for yeah. those who don't know and that is Maracaibo. The thing that I think really puts this game over the top is the variability in this game which comes in something that you normally wouldn't you know expect me to say but it comes in this campaign mode. And this campaign mode has a story to go along with it. Ah, uh, whatever. The story's whatever. I mean, it's not something that I'm like, oh my God, I wonder what's going on in the story. But the thing that's so cool about it is it makes the board different as the games go along. But not enough that it's like going to make the game like weirdly different or something. You know, you're still playing the same game and it's still a very strategic game of, okay, well, if I go there, is that person going to go there? You know, am I going to build this this time i mean you have the whole deck building I, I really do i find this to be a cross between great western mumbasa and like terraforming mars you know which obviously i don't like terraforming mars but in this game i just feel like the the deck building is just perfect or the tableau building i guess is what, yeah. what you would really call it is your tableau building and this game just every single time i play it i want to play it again the other day i played two games back to back and didn't even and i don't do that i don't like to play games back to back but this game, okay, I'm I'm willing to do it. I'm assuming you guys had to have this at least in my top. Like I said, 10. I had it at number nine. I, I had have, it at ten. I have <laughs> a lot of questions, but we are about to review this, so okay, I will right. save my questions till. Okay, then. all right. So I'll finish off. So in my number two, like I said, is Great Western Trail, which has been my number one for a long time, and eventually maybe you know I, I'm not saying that I'm like ooh the hotness, but I just when I did my top ten, I said what is my gut feeling about what are my favorite games that I just want to get to the table. And that and when it just came right down to it, Marikaibo just just took that top spot. I, I'm shocked. How I, I got a question for you. Though. All right. Because right. there's I got, I got nine points. You got ten, I assume? Uh, yes, I got ten. Okay. How did Skull King not make yes, your top Skull 50 King's at all? Skull King's not in the top 50 at, at all. all. That's my, right? that's that's my question, see, too. That was you. the one I had. I did my list where I, I, did, I didn't do filler games. I mean, if you'll know, there's no filler games I on this list I think the Estates is a filler game. Uh, not if you play it with the three You don't play it that way. Yeah, so you do. You could, but, you but could. I still think... <laughs> there's a lot of things you could do. You could do. Yeah, I guess that's that's kind of a spot i love skull king i do there's nothing wrong with the game i i guess when i just did my list i had it it was in the list and i just decided you know what i'm just gonna stick to the big games and maybe that's the wrong thing to say you I, know if you play skull but, king three times in a row and add the scores together yeah that's you true. got a full game he's right the other thing about skull king is I, skull king to me for what i do for gaming is not it's just almost like a end of the night release type of game just as a, all right let's just finish off with this i'm not worried about winning i'm just it's just a fun type it's almost like you know playing you know just kind of like a fun party game at the end of the night and 
a lot of people, you know, have party games on their list and that's fine. But for me, I wanted to give what I felt like were maybe in the top 50 heavy type of not heavy games, but, you know, big box games that are that are non fillery type of games. So I see your guys's point. I knew it would be brought up, but I just decided, you know, now, granted, if I put the brass together, then maybe I could sneak Skull King in there at number two. <laughs> yeah, what I was banking on. <laughs> all right. What else did you have? That was it. What, yeah, you guys, that everything all else was perfect. Yeah, all right. it was, yeah it was everything Skull else. Skull King, King was the only thing on my list. deluded yourself yeah. about. Okay. All right. All right. Richie. All right. Bring some sense here. All right. So my number 10. Uh, it's been a game that's been in my top 10 for a long time now. Uh, it's a game that uh, I think it was the first game I played with Clef, actually. First first day or first night I met him was over at Chad's house when oh. we busted out Kemet. Dang it. I had this higher. Okay. As my number 10. And it has slipped a little bit, and I'm actually excited to see what they, because they're about to re-release this with uh, some revised rules, um, some little updated rules. Yep. Kind of streamline things a little bit. I'm so I'm I'm excited to see what that adds. Not sure if I'll pick it up right away, but it's a game that I still really enjoy. It has it, it's almost one of those games that it, it's now got almost too much stuff. Like there's a little bit of bloat, like with all the different expansions that they have, which makes it hard to get out. I just bought an insert for this, which has actually been one of the side effects of me not buying games. <laughs> I, I think you just buy by insert. the end of the year, almost every game I own might have an insert in it, whether it needs it or not. <laughs> and I'm even looking at an insert for the estates, which is ludicrous, but I might pick <laughs> it up still. That's not ludicrous. That's plain freaking insane. Right? That's just beyond ludicrous. But I did get an insert for Kemet just to make things easier to get out and, and play it more. Still a fantastic game. Love the kind of hybrid Euro war game. Uh, if you haven't played it, you should definitely check it out, especially uh, if you are into Euro games, you may, may enjoy this. So Kemet for my number 10. It's a good game. Had it a little higher. Yep, so did okay, I. Okay. I. Had it on the list, but a little higher. For my number nine, uh, Chad loves to refer to this game as Broccoli or Brussels Sprouts, something like that, even though he plays Tramways and other train games that would also be, <laughs> I would consider, Broccoli. Um, so uh, Concordia is my number nine, and just love Concordia. It, it's so simple, the the card play and all the different maps, all the different variations that they have with it within the maps. And the latest map, which I just got to play uh, with uh, Feral and uh, Forestead, it adds a fish market, which I actually think that you two would really enjoy because it changes all the bonus goods to fish. So when you go and you trigger an area, you just get the fish. And then at the beginning of your turn, there's this little fish market with a bunch of different actions above it. You can spin your fish to trigger actions that you take before you take your main action. I think you guys would like that. I think it's a step up from broccoli, Concordia. Maybe like like fish sticks and broccoli. <laughs> Maybe. I had I thought you liked broccoli a little bit higher, though. So it looks like Clef got two points and ding, I got ding, one. Ding, at got number, nine. Nine. All right. number nine. All right. So for my number eight, and that is Mansions of Madness, second edition. Oh, Clef Did is on a roll. in the right place? Damn it. <laughs> um, and this is a game that it's been in my top 10 for a while now i love it it's you just get the we have one main group that we play this with we're actually going to be playing this uh, weekend we're going to play this and clank legacy but this game if you've played the first edition and you hated it definitely check out this one i mean if you're interested in this type of game definitely check out the second edition because the fact that the <laughs> the fact that the app takes over as the you know the game master basically running the game makes a huge difference fun cooperative game a lot of expansions this is another game that there's probably a little too much stuff out there but still hits the table quite a bit for us and that's mansions of madness second edition all right sounds good i and nailed you it, got again. it right on the nose right hit it right on the nose at number eight all right so my number seven uh was my number one for 
a couple of years. It got dethroned, uh, and it's slipping just a little bit. And this is more just because I, I have not gotten to t- gotten it to the table as much. And that is Fifty First State Master Ooh. Set. It's still in the top ten though. Yeah, it's still yeah. seven. Still good. Still good. Um, I had it. I had it higher. You had it higher. I didn't have that. Oh, no, you didn't wow. have that at all. Yeah. No, no I love Fifty First State still. And, and this is my like Imperial Settlers is not on in my top fifty. This is basically of that system. This is my favorite game. I like the fact that while I I, I like the idea of the different factions and Imperial Settlers, and I, I've talked about this a lot on this podcast, they're unbalanced and they don't necessarily work that well. And then the the latest one, the Empires of the North, is just a little too friendly for me. So I like Fifty First State. No card is safe. Uh, you're all sa- start basically starting at the same level, and and this is kind of a theme with a lot of my games. There's a bunch of stuff thrown out there, and you got to get the pieces, put it together, and make it work for your engine. And then people are plucking off little pieces that you, you're trying to replace and get to those 25 points. Uh, so that's why I like 51st State so much, and that's why it's my favorite of those uh, games. Yeah, that's 51st State, my number seven. Mm. All right. That was we, a blind we, spot for me. Uh, I guess I kind of lumped it in there with the Imperial Settlers. And then my number six is a game that, uh, I mean, either one of these two will beat me anytime soon unless they change how they play the game, and that is Nippon. Mm. Yes, I had it, and I got it in the right spot. Oh, so. nice. nice. I had it, but not in the right spot. All right. <laughs> and yeah, this is a game that, you know, I'll play anytime. I, I love this is my favorite What's Your Game game. I'm really excited that they tease that they're going to do a uh, a deluxe version of this game. So I'm excited to see what they add to that. Love the the whole taking the workers. You only want certain colors. It makes no thematic sense, but it's a fun mechanism. And then also just the the fact that you are picking out your scoring and what you're scoring for. Great game, and that's Nippon. We've talked about it quite a bit. So that's my number six. Uh, my number five is my highest fister game, and that is Mombasa. Missed it by one. Me yeah. too. I added a four Good as well. Close. And I just love everything that this game does. I know that we, I think, was this on all three of ours? It was on mine. Yep. Yeah, so we, we've talked about it quite a bit, but I love the area control out in the map. I love the different tracks that you're working on, and I love, love the fact that those change every game basically. Fantastic game. If you have not checked it out, go and check it out. Uh, So for my number four, uh, this is my brass spot. And I I have combined both games. Okay. Because I I, I just see the only difference between the two is beer for me. And that just feels like a variant more than like a wholly separate game, I guess. Right. Uh, Either way, both are great. I'll, I'll play both at any times. Uh, Lancashire, I would probably play if I'm teaching someone brass, like brass system for the first time. And then brass Birmingham after they've been more familiar with it, I would probably bust that out. So yeah, that's my number four, Brass Birmingham. No one had that at the right spot? Nope. I, I had put it at three. three for you. Two no, for I me. added it at three. It, it was up there, but uh, my number three pushed down quite a few games. Uh, my number three is a game that came out uh, last year. It was my number one, number one mm-hmm. game for last year, and that's Pack for Mirror Second yeah. Edition. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, had so it yeah, I put that at nine. Mm-hmm. Love this game. It is it's set up on my table right now. Jessica and I are going to get into play here pretty soon, and she actually likes the game, which is wow. Ooh, there's a bonus. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah, I was not expecting that. She was telling me the other day. Someone asked about our podcast, and she was trying to describe the type of, types of games that we play, and she started describing this game. And I was like, I don't know why you of all the games that you could describe that we play. What I don't know why you're trying. To <laughs> explain Pax Premier to someone who does not play board games. What does she like about it? Uh, she likes the area. Co- one, she likes the theme. The theme brought her in, and then she likes the she likes area control and the different moving around of the cards and the being able to like knock, like taking out someone's political last political card, 
clears out their tribe, stuff like that. She likes she likes that interaction and the just the the changing of alliances throughout the game. Cool. Uh, so that's my number three, Pax Premier. Uh, I I do not know what your number two is. You don't know what my number two is? I'm my I, number. I do. My number two, my number one, the it's going to be a little boring because they they stayed in the same spot. And my number two is the Voyages of Marco Polo. Oh, yep. okay, it's yep. on my list. I oh, just okay. didn't think it was that high. Okay. Oh yeah, I love love the Voyages of Marco Polo. And this is like I said, I like a game where it's you throw out a bunch of stuff and then I've I've got to figure out the engine and put it all together. And that is uh, Voyages of Marco Polo to a T. I love the player powers as well. And yeah, I mean we've already talked about it quite a bit. Fantastic game. Check it out. Then my number one. No surprise, and that is Lorenzo Il Magnifico. Yeah. I do not get tired of this game. Uh, this is, once again, this is the epitome of every round. There's just a bunch of junk thrown out there, and you got to figure out what cards you need and how to slot it in. And I love the worker placement, love the tension. I love this at all player counts. Uh, it's definitely a different game when you're playing it at two because it's you lose those production spots, but still fantastic at at all player counts. That was yeah. good. I surged back in the in in the end there. Well, I, I had got, both of those. I got ten for ten. I I I missed one, but I got three in the right spot. So I got three in the right spot, so I ended up with thirteen points. Oh, you beat me by one. <laughs> Dang it! <laughs> How'd you get to twelve? Oh yeah, because yeah, because you the just right missed the one. Yep. 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 What you have? in place of the one? Oh, I put I put the estates. I had the estates at number eight. Did you ever talk about the estates? I talked about it, I think, when you brought it up. It just missed my top. It was like a 54, mm, something like yeah, that. Yeah, I do remember It's my that. highest ranked pure auction game, but yeah, just I remember him saying that. Nope. Yep. I hit 10 for 10. Nice. Yeah, you're, you're, you're pretty easy, too. It, yeah, I can't. I, I can't well, lie. Because really, I mean, Pax Premier, Pax Premier is really the only is thing really that the newest your, one. My, yep, and I knew that would when yeah. it didn't come on the other on the rest of the list. Now this would have been a lot harder if we wouldn't have heard each other's eleven through fifty. Sure, made it easier this time for yep. sure. Yeah, but, definitely. Uh, but I yeah. forgot most of them anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's clear. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so what were final scores for everybody then? Uh, what did I score on Chad? I, you I, had nine points with Chad. So, so I and so I had. Uh, 22 I had is my 10 total. With each of you, so I only had 20 points. All right, you you won because I had 21. Come oh, on, so what the, were we uh, what were we going oh, for? Did we even say? The, I don't think we did. The, the winner, uh huh, what gets to keep? Yeah, Michelle's copy of the Great Zimbabwe. <laughs> Congratulations, buddy. That's awesome. That. That's so, so great. So it gets to stay on your shelves, buddy. All yeah, right. that's right. How did you go spend Hopefully the money Michelle to doesn't listen to this episode. No, <laughs> probably not. I wouldn't worry about it. All right, guys and gals. That was really, uh, that was kind of fun trip going through our top 50. Hopefully you enjoyed it as much as we did. We've got much more stuff coming down the pipeline for you. Thank you for being with us to episode 50, which is, you know, kind of a nice thing for us. Was that? I'm pretty happy. Yeah, nice little milestone. Yeah. yeah. We're glad to have you for the first 50. Hopefully, we'll bring you along for the next 50. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah, have a good night. Thanks for listening and have a good night. <laughs> <laughs> Punchboard Paradise would like to thank our loyal listeners as well as the publishers and designers that have provided review copies. You can find us at punchboardparadise at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at Punchboarders. We are on Instagram at Punchboard Paradise and Facebook at Punchboard Paradise. 